Namine. Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Asjatyade Shatharine He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina bandu jagatpate Gopesha gopika kanta Radha kanta namostate Tapta kanshana gorangi Radhe brindabaneshwari Brishabhanu sute debe Pranamami Hari Priye Banchakalpa Tarubyascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Patitanam Pavanibyo Vaishnavibyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Sri Vasadi Bhakta Brinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari Hari I am very grateful very honored and very happy to be with everyone today we are celebrating in this very extraordinary way, Lord Jagannath Rathiyatra. Ordinarily, on this day of Rathiyatra, devotees travel oftentimes from long distances and even all over America and other countries to come to New York City to celebrate. It's one of the largest Rathiyachas in America. And thousands of people, thousands of devotees, dancing, singing together, meeting one another, sometimes after a year or many years at Washington Square Park, so much beautiful kirtan, wonderful um, outreach activities, book distribution, cultural activities, and devotees interacting in so many intimate and wonderful and beautiful ways. So this is something that we look forward to throughout the year to gather together in New York City for Jagannath Rathiyatra. 
In fact, Srila Prabhupada, when he was just a little boy living in Calcutta, even at that time, he would, with the help of his mother and father, um, he would create a chariot for Lord Jagannath Baladev and Subhadra. And he would personally organize Rathayatra where he and his friends and the neighbors, they would sing, they would dance, chanting Krishna's holy names and pulling Jagannath's chariot through the little alleyways and lanes of Calcutta. Srila Prabhupada explained when he was young, sometimes he would go to the, to, to the timetable of the trains and see what times the trains would leave from Calcutta to Purushottam Dham Sri Jagannath Puri. It was a meditation. And when Srila Prabhupada came to the United States of America, by divine arrangement, Lord Jagannath Baladev and Subhadra appeared to him through the hands of his loving devotee Malati Devi. And then he had Shamsundar Prabhu carve a larger form of Jagannath. And in, Jag in San Francisco, which Srila Prabhupada named New Jagannath Puri, there was the first Rathayatra in the history of the world outside of India. Gradually, there were Rathayatras in so many places in the world. In London, in Chicago, in Los Angeles. And gradually, practically every city of the world was having, major cities were having Rathayatras. A great dream of Srila Prabhupada was that historical Rathayatra in New York City. What it represented to him and what it represents to all of us. Because when Srila Prabhupada took that cargo ship Jaladuta across the oceans and across the continents 38 days he came to New York City because Srila Prabhupada considered that if he could share the great gift of pure devotional service as Lord Chaitanya taught it, the very essence of all religion, the very essence of Dharma, ecstatic love for Krishna, if he could make an impression in New York City then that impression would spread throughout the world. That was his idea of coming to New York City. And most of us know the struggles and the, the impossibilities that took place when Srila Prabhupada came to New York City. He was oftentimes living alone in the Bowery in very, very um, dangerous and poor areas and he was robbed, he was threatened, he struggled. 
He had a return ticket on the Jaladuta, which was given for free. He could have gone back any time, but he stayed despite these difficulties because he had such deep compassion in his heart. He had so much faith in the beautiful, all attractive, all merciful nature of Lord Chaitanya. He had so much faith in the holy names of Radha Krishna, in the holy names of God. He stayed on. And after some time, a few followers, a little storefront. Years later, I believe it was about eight or nine years later, on Fifth Avenue, the most important city in New York, the most important street in the most important city, there was a Ratiyatra. The police of New York, they reserved a section of the street only for Jagannath's chariot. And thousands of people. Srila Prabhupada rode upon Subhadra's chariot, looking out. He started this movement alone. He was looking out at thousands of devotees and tens and thousands of people who were happily participating as the beautiful chariots built by Jayananda Prabhu, Srila Prabhupada's very intimate follower, were traveling down Fifth Avenue to Washington Square Park. And every year since then, the Ratiyatra has taken place. There has been various um, leadership in New York City. But throughout it all, everyone was united in the spirit to make sure there was a, always a beautiful Ratiyatra in New York. And since that time, this is the first, the first time, the first year that we're not having that wonderful celebration. I remember last year, it was so beautiful. It was so wonderful. So many devotees. It was a beautiful day. And it was like showers of blessings and flowers of mercy were coming down from the spiritual world upon everyone. And this year, many of us are at home. Fifth Avenue is just going on in a semi-lockdown, hardly anything. But this is actually a wonderful opportunity because Lord Chaitanya, he taught us and Srila Prabhupada not only spoke these words, but he personified these words that in spiritual activities, in devotional service or bhakti, if we're sincere, there can be no impediment. 
Krishna is in our hearts and Krishna reveals himself within our hearts in reciprocation to our sincerity. And this is actually the very story and lesson of Ratha The Ratha encompasses a full spectrum of levels of spiritual realization. From the most basic principle during the Ratha there's a Gyata Sukriti, where people from any walk of life, whatever they have done or not done, just by seeing the form of Jagannath, just by hearing the holy names that's come out into the streets, just by tasting of the prasad, just by appreciating, there's a special seed of devotion that starts to awaken in their heart. Devotees are gathered, sharing with one another the, the, the wonderful blessing of God coming in his personal supreme form into the streets to reveal himself to everyone. And Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he taught us that the Ratiyatra also is the most intimate, the most esoteric and highest ecstasy of spiritual love from the spiritual world in the internal heart of those who are truly entering into the pastime of Ratiyatra. I was especially asked today to speak on how Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu celebrated the Ratiyatra. And for many years, he did this every year. After Lord Chaitanya left Navadvip Dham as a sannyasi, on his mother's request, Sachi Devi, he made his home in Jagannath Puri, the place of Lord Jagannath. Soon after, he traveled throughout the eastern, southern, and western parts of India for approximately two years. Please know that that time was such a experience of separation for all the devotees because there was no newspapers or internet or texting to, for the devotees to keep track of where Lord Chaitanya was. They just knew he was walking barefoot. They had no news of him for two years. And then he returned to Puri and invited his devotees from Bengal to come to celebrate Ratiyatra with him.
when Lord Chaitanya was in Puri, he was very happy to celebrate the bathing ceremony of Jagannath, Snanyatra. The appearance of Lord Jagannath on that day was so special. Throughout the day, everyone was Lord Chaitanya with the few devotees that were with him were singing and they were dancing and they were having the beautiful darshan of Jagannath. In fact, every single day, Lord Chaitanya would spend hours and hours from the early morning in Jagannath's temple. Lord Chaitanya was Krishna himself. He is Krishna in the mood of Krishna's own most intimate beloved devotee, Sri Radha, playing the role of a devotee to teach us how to love Krishna. Srila Prabhupada would tell, who knows better what pleases Krishna than Krishna? So Krishna comes 5,000 years ago and speaks Bhagavad Gita, performs his beautiful pastimes in Vrindavan, which are spoken in Srimad Bhagavatam. And he tells us, he tells us what is the ultimate purpose of life and how to achieve it. But then Krishna himself comes in the mood of Sri Radha as Lord Chaitanya, and they take the role of a devotee, not only to tell us, but to show us, to demonstrate to us how we can please Krishna. And when Krishna's pleased, he awakens love for him within our hearts. So after the Snanyatra, there's a period for approximately a fortnight that is called Anabasara. And during that time, Jagannath Baladev and Subhadra remain in seclusion. They do not give their darshan to anyone except a group of very, very special devotees called the Dayatas or Dayatapatis. Without the darshan of Lord Jagannath, Krishna was in the mood of the gopis in separate. Lord Chaitanya was in the mood of the gopis' separation from Krishna. And he went to a very holy place called Alalanath. And there he just meditated and chanted in separation. He could not be in Puri without Jagannath. After some days, the devotees came to Alalanath and they informed Lord Chaitanya that his devotees from Bengal were just arriving in Puri. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was so enthusiastic to see his devotees to give happiness to his devotees, to associate with his devotees, that he immediately went back to Puri. It was around that time that the devotees 
we're coming into Puri, performing Sankirtan. And Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya and Gopinathacharya, two of the Lord's very special associates, they informed the king, Prataparudra, that the devotees of Lord Chaitanya from Bengal are just arriving. Come up to the rooftop of your palace and see them. There's a beautiful detailed story of the background of Maharaj Prataparudra. While Lord Chaitanya was traveling in South India, he asked Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, who was a guru for Prataparudra Maharaj. He asked, who is this sannyasi that has come here? And Sarvabhoma said, he is the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna, Lord Jagannath, who has appeared. King Prataparudra had such a pure, simple, and humble heart. He had such faith that he could, just by hearing it from his guru, understand that this sannyasi who has come to my kingdom, I haven't even seen him, but I do believe he is God. Sarvabhoma said, he has already left for South India. The king, he said, why did you let him leave? Sarvabhoma said, he is the independent creator, maintainer, destroyer of all existence. Who can stop him from his own sweet will? The king, his heart was deeply focused on receiving the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. But somehow or other, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya said this will be very difficult because Lord Chaitanya, as a sannyasi, and please understand, especially at that time, a sannyasi does not meet worldly people, especially a king like you. The king made so many petitions and pleas, but somehow or other, they were always refused. At one time, because King Prataparudra gave great service and pleasure to a devotee, Ramananda Rai, and Lord Chaitanya heard about that, Lord Chaitanya said, that one who worships the devotee of the Lord, one who pleases the devotees of the Lord becomes the most dear to the Lord. But somehow the Lord would not meet the king. King Prataparudra, he sent a message through the devotees. He told Sarvabhoma that it is an eternal truth that unless one has the mercy 
of the loving devotees of the Lord, one cannot achieve the shelter of the Lord. So he sent a message to the devotees that please appeal if if I cannot see the Lord as the king, then I will give up my kingdom. I will give up my palace. I will give up everything forever. And I'll become a beggar in the street if that's what is required for me to get the mercy and the darshan of the Lord. That was his sincerity. The devotees were very much apprehensive about giving this appeal to Lord Chaitanya. So they decided, Lord Nithyananda Prabhu and a few others, let us just go to Lord Chaitanya and speak about the wonderful devotional characteristics of the king. We won't ask anything from him. But when they came before the Lord, nobody could speak a single word. Lord Chaitanya said, I know that you have come to ask me a question. Why are all of you silent? Nityananda Prabhu, he said, the king is going to give up his kingdom and, and become a mendicant unless you give him your darshan. Lord Chaitanya explained his own apprehension because he was very concerned with the example he's setting for others. At a certain point, Lord Nityananda Prabhu, he compared the king to the Brahmin's wives from the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. The wives of the Yajnik Brahmins, they were willing to give up their families, their homes, their everything, just to see Krishna, to be seen by Krishna, to seek shelter of Krishna, to please Krishna. And surely you will give your mercy to the king also, because he has that sincerity. He has that dritabrata, that firm determination and eagerness. Through King Prataparudra, Lord Chaitanya's take teaching a very sacred message that we see consistent among the great souls throughout history and in the scriptures. Such great souls, they value pleasing the Lord, serving the Lord, taking shelter of the Lord as the highest priority in their lives. And they're willing to, orc, to, to orient everything in their life in pursuit of seeking shelter of the Lord. And nothing really has any value unless it's bringing us forward toward the shelter of the Lord. That was the example of King Prataparudra. But still, at this point, the Lord really did not give much hope of 
the king seeing the Lord. So now King Pratapurujar is on the top of his palace and he's hearing the devotees chanting. They're coming from Bengal. There's about 200 of them. The king asked, please tell me, who are they? Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, he said, these are the intimate, loving devotees and associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The king asked, can you tell me who they are and tell me something about each of them? And Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya said, actually, I've never met any of them. But Gopinathacharya is from Navadweep. He knows them all. And there's a beautiful section in the Madhya Leela of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita where Gopinathacharya is telling King Prataparuja about each and every devotee. He sing Swarup Damodar Goswami and Govinda coming with garlands to welcome the devotees from Bengal. King Prataparuja, he being the king of Puri where Jagannath's temple is, he has seen in the past thousands of kirtans and thousands of saintly people Puri is one of the greatest holy places in India, and it's been since time immemorial. But he said, this kirtan is like none I've ever seen. All of the devotees, they are so effulgent. And the singing is so sweet. It's so moving to the heart. What is it about this kirtan that, and what is it about these devotees that make it so special? Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, in great joy, he said, this is the special contribution of Lord Chaitanya. It is called Prema Sankirtan. The congregational chanting, which is meant to awaken and share ecstatic, pure love. What is prema? Prema is the love of the residents of the spiritual world. The kirtan of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Sri Radha's contribution to the whole world to help us all to love Krishna. Radha Bhavaduti Subalitam. It is said in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita that Lord Chaitanya is Krishna who has assumed the loving sentiments of Srimati Radharani and her complexion as well. And he's and Krishna has come in the in with the Mahabhav of Sri Radha to share Sri Radha's love in this age of Kali Yuga. 
through the congregational chanting of the holy names, praying Sankirtan. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took all the devotees to his rooms, the Gambira, and he greeted each one of them so affectionately. And meanwhile, King Prataparudra, with all of his resources, was making every possible arrangement for the comforts of every devotee so that they would all have accommodations, so that they would all have wonderful prasad. And this was going to be for four months. Lord Chaitanya, what pleases the Lord more than pleasing his devotees? The Lord took the devotees to Jagannath's temple and all together they had kirtan and danced and chanted. On the day of Nagtrotsava, Lord Chaitanya and his devotees, after about two weeks of separation from Jagannath, they had his darshan. And it describes that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his eyes unblinking were like bumblebees, gazing and tasting the limitless sweetness of the lotus-like eyes of Lord Jagannath. Lord Chaitanya, he called for the superintendent of the Jagannath temple as well as Kashi Mishra and Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya and said, tomorrow, I want to prepare for Jagannath's coming to Kundicha. I myself, along with my devotees, I want to clean Kundicha. Bring me several hundred brooms and buckets for water. And the uh, Sarvabhoma and, and the others, they said, my Lord, why should you be cleaning the temple like this? We can clean. So many can clean. But Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he did not see cleaning the temple as a chore. He saw it as the highest spiritual opportunity to offer service. Such a wonderful example, because in devotional service, it is not a matter of high or low by what we do. High or lowness is on the basis of our consciousness. Whatever we offer with love is what conquers Krishna. The gopis in Vrindavan, who are all the love of all pure devotees in all religions throughout history. They are all included within the love of the gopis. But still, the gopis is the most sweet, intimate. And they're cleaning. They're washing. They're doing simple things for Krishna's pleasure with love. 
So Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the next morning, he met all of his devotees very early at Gundicha, because that is the place where Jagannath is brought at the conclusion of, this, of the parade of Ratayatra. It represents Brindaban. Lord Chaitanya did not feel it would be appropriate to invite Lord Jagannath there unless it's perfectly clean. When the devotees came, Lord Chaitanya personally with his own hands, he, he put sandalwood on their bodies. He, he put garlands on their bodies and then he gave them a broom. And each of the devotee began to sweep. And Lord Chaitanya, he gave instructions of how to sweep so meticulously with such awareness to collect every single grain of sand or dust or straw. And they all swept and swept and swept. And Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, he had his pile. And his pile of what he collected was more than all the other hundreds of devotees together. He was setting an example. And then after they cleaned it thoroughly, he had the devotees do it again. And then hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, thousands of buckets of water. Lord Chaitanya was cleaning and cleaning and cleaning. There are so many beautiful details in this story, details of love, of devotion, of, 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 of the philosophy of love and devotion included in the story of the cleaning of the Gundicha temple. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur Prabhupada and our Srila Prabhupada. They explain that Lord Chaitanya taught that the cleaning of the Gundicha temple is a lesson of how to clean our hearts. The heart is a temple for the Lord. Ishwara Sarvabhutanam Haridesha Junachishtati Krishna is seated in the heart of every living being. But Krishna reciprocates and reveals himself according to Sharanagati, how we surrender, how we take shelter of the Lord. If a devotee knows that God is in my heart, how could I keep my heart a dirty place? If you invite somebody to your home, a very important person, you want to make sure that they have a pleasing experience. Now, Lord Chaitanya, he's saying we're inviting Jagannath to come to Kundicha. He's the most important supreme person we have to make the atmosphere completely pleasing. So a devotee knowing, being conscious that God is in my heart, 
Krishna is forever as the Paramatma in my heart, as Bhagavan, he's reciprocating with me. We want to make our heart a pleasing place, a clean place, a place that's truly decorated with, with devotion. Through chanting Krishna's names, sincerely, through hearing about Krishna, through remembering Krishna, praying to Krishna, rendering service to Krishna as the servant of the servant of the servant, by worshiping Krishna, by serving the form of Krishna, by becoming the friend of Krishna, and by surrendering our hearts and our lives to Krishna. Through these nine processes of devotional service, we could cleanse our hearts. Lord Chaitanya, he told Rupa Goswami that as we're cleaning our hearts through hearing and chanting and rendering devotion, we must be very careful not to let the weeds and the dirt continue. To follow these regulative principles of freedom, to avoid making offenses to others, to be kind, to be humble, to be a well-wisher in whatever form is required. These are ways of keeping the heart clean as we're cleaning. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he wanted to teach how enthusiastic, how determined a devotee must be to clean their hearts, which was personified in the form of Kunticha. And Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, after sweeping and sweeping and washing and washing, he shined with his own, the cloth that he was wearing and had all the other devotees shined every inch of the whole temple, the ceilings and the, and the walls and the floors and the altars and all the rooms until it was sparkling. And at that time, Lord Chaitanya felt, yes, now we can appropriately bring Lord Jagannath. Gunditra represents Vrindavan. On the day of Ratiyatra, in the early morning, Lord Chaitanya came and assembled in front of Jagannath's temple with his devotees. There's a celebration that Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami uh, defines as the Pandu Vijaya or the Vijay Darshan, where Jagannath is carried by the Dayatapatis along with Balaram and Subhadra from the temple and placed on their chariots, gigantic chariots. Jagannath's chariots have, I believe, 18 wheels. It takes months for the devotees to build these chariots every single year. And every year they're brand new. 
when Jagannath was on top of his chariot. The king Pratapurudra appeared. He had a broom in his hand, a broom with a golden handle. He swept the road. He took the role of a street sweeper. Such a menial servant. Think of it. Here is the king. He has the greatest wealth, the greatest power, the greatest influence. He was young, he was strong. He was a poet, he was a scholar. But yet with his heart and soul, he swept the road with such gratitude, with such attention to make the road as clean as and as pleasing as possible for Lord Jagannath, for the devotees, for the pilgrims. Krishna does not only see the external form of our activities. Krishna sees the personal intention of why we're performing your activities. Srila Prabhupada wrote, Krishna doesn't just see everything that we do. He sees the intention and the purpose of our hearts as we're doing it. Ishwara Sarva Bhutana, because Krishna's in our hearts. He's seeing from the outside, he's seeing from the inside. He's seeing what we're doing, and he knows exactly why. Lord Chaitanya taught that pure devotional service, to see God, is not an easy thing. It's very rare. It's the rarest thing. But Krishna gives it easily for one who is sincere, who is serious, and who has no ulterior motives. Lord Chaitanya saw this great Prataparudra who had a wife, queen, who had a family, children, who had so much wealth and palatial residences and such power. But in his heart, he was completely humble. He just wanted to please the Lord. He saw every living being as the child of God. He saw everything in the creation as the property of God, and he just wanted to serve as a well-wisher, to uplift everyone. As a king, he had to uphold justice. He had to apprehend people who were violating the, the rights of the innocent, but he didn't do it for any other reason except out of compassion to help people to make spiritual progress. 
Sarve Sukhano Bhavantu. He was willing to give his life to help people become truly happy. Physically, socially, emotionally, and spiritually, he was there to serve everyone. And here, he was sweeping the street. And Lord Chaitanya, when he saw the sincerity, the gratitude, in, and the attention in which the king was sweeping the street, such a menial service, it was at that time Lord Chaitanya decided in his heart that he would give his complete mercy to the king. The kirtan began. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he divided his devotees into seven groups to have seven kirtan parties simultaneously. One of the kirtan parties he assigned Swarup Damodar Goswami to be the singer. And Adwaitacharya would be the dancer. And there would be so many other singers and dancers within the party, all selected by Lord Chaitanya. In the second party, Srivas Thakur was the lead singer and Nityananda Prabhu was the lead dancer. In the third party, Mukunda Dutt was the lead singer and Haridas Thakur was the lead dancer. Such an exalted position. Haridas Thakur was born of another religion. He was born of what was socially at that time considered an outcast family, but Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made him the lead dancer and the namacharya for people to honor and worship him forever. In the fourth party, Lord Chaitanya, he assigned um, Govinda Ghosh to be the lead singer and Vakreshwar Pandit to be the lead dancer. For the people of Kulinagram, Ramananda and Satyaraj were the lead dancers. The village of Srikanda, Lord Chaitanya assigned Narahari Sarakar and um, Ragunandan to be the lead dancers. And Achutananda, the son of Adwaita Prabhu, was the lead dancer for the village of Shantipur. Lord Chaitanya arranged two murdangas for each party. And he had four kirtan parties dancing in front of Jagannath's chariot two on either side and one behind. And when all the 14 Murdangas and so many Karatals and the devotees singing, it was tumultuous. It was like a monsoon thunderstorm of devotion, compassion and love showering upon everyone. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he danced with the devotees. 
something wonderful took place that hardly anyone could see. As all the seven different parties were chanting and dancing in different places, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was so pleased with everyone. He manifested himself in all the seven parties simultaneously. And interestingly, each party was thinking, my beloved Lord is only with us. He never leaves us. He's gazing upon me. He's singing, he's dancing in ecstasy with... Nobody could understand that everyone was thinking that way. This is the special feature of Krishna's power. Krishna's Rasa Bihari. He's the supreme connoisseur of ecstatic love and the interactions of love. In this world, each one of us is a jiva, a part and parcel of Krishna. Part and parcel mamayam so jiva loke jiva bhuta sanatana. We are simultaneously one with Krishna and different. One in the sense we are Satchit Ananda. We are eternal, full of knowledge and full of bliss. Like a, like a ray of the sun has the same qualities as the sun planet. But the sun planet is the source, the limitless source of limitless rays. We have the power to love because we are part of God. But God, Krishna, he could love everyone infinitely, intimately, simultaneously, in such a way that everyone can think, Krishna's only with me, and I am only with Krishna. That is the power of Krishna's love. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was making every devotee feel, I'm only with you what type of kirtan that was. But nobody could understand except the most intimate devotees. And I want to speak about one such intimate devotees, King Prataparudra. He could see that Lord Chaitanya was in all the parties of Sankirtan simultaneously and he could see that every devotee in each party was thinking, Lord Chaitanya is only with me. And he could also understand that Lord Jagannath, who stopped his chariot for this kirtan, Lord Jagannath and Lord Chaitanya were the one and same person that Lord Jagannath is Krishna and Lord Chaitanya is Krishna in the Mahabhav, in the mood of Sri Radha and how Lord Chaitanya, his dancing and singing before Lord Jagannath was a reciprocation of love. 
Jagannath was manifesting himself as Lord Chaitanya and they were having a reciprocation of love in that expansion. And to share that, Lord Chaitanya was expanding to all the devotees to share that love. Such an intimate revelation. Only a few of the most close associates of Lord Chaitanya could understand what was happening. But King Prataparudra could fully experience this. And Krishnadas Kaviraj, he asks, why? And then he answered the question, because Lord Chaitanya was so pleased with King Prataparudra his intention, his devotion in taking the humble position of sweeping the street. Such a person in such a position with no ego, just wanting to be the servant of the servant of the servant. Lord Chaitanya gave his fullest mercy but this was only the beginning. The kirtan went on and Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami tells that sometimes Lord Chaitanya was in all seven groups. And sometimes he would take one form and bring all the seven groups together as one in front of Jagannath's chariot. And then Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when everyone was assembled together, he looked up at Lord Jagannath with folded hands and offered the prayer. Namo Brahmanya Devaya Go Brahmanahitaya Chajagarhitaya Krishnaya Govindaya Namo Namaha. And then along with other prayers, he concluded, I am not a Brahman or a Chachri or a Vaishya or a Shrutra. I'm not a brahmacharya or grihastra or vanaprastra sannyas. In other words, I am not any of the external designations of this world. This prayer is so important. It's very inclusive. We are not these bodies. We are not the particular features of this body. We are not our minds or all the features of the mind. Who really am I? I'm a servant of a servant of a servant of the supreme, ever resplendent, all loving Lord of the Gopis, Sri Krishna. When we understand this principle to be the servant of the servant of the Lord, then Krishna reveals to us our own spiritual identity and then we can actually recognize the presence of Krishna in everyone. So many of the problems of this world, they are rooted in the misconception that I'm the controller, I'm the proprietor, and I'm the enjoyer through this body and mind. 
And therefore there's hatred, there's envy, there's lust, anger, greed, arrogance, prejudice, and so much suffering. But when we recognize I'm the servant of the servant of the servant, I'm the eternal soul, I just want to please Krishna, then we become everyone's well-wisher. Lord Chaitanya established this prayer at the Ratiatra. And then he indicated to Swarup Damodar Goswami his heart and his mind. And Swarup Damodar Goswami began to sing beautiful kirtans, which were perfectly in harmony with Lord Chaitanya's mood as Sri Radha. And here, the very intimate, internal meditation of Ratha was revealed to us based on the history that we read about in Srimad Bhagavatam. Krishna lived in Vrindavan for about 12 and a half years. After Krishna was left Vrindavan, he went to Mathura and then went to Dwarka. When Krishna was in Dwarka, the residents of Vrindavan were feeling such deep separation from him for many, many years. And then Krishna invited the Brijbasis the residents of Vrindavan to Kurukshetra for the occasion of the solar eclipse. Nanda Maharaj and Yashoda Mai and the Gopas and the Gopis headed by Sri Radha, they all went to Kurukshetra. And when they saw Krishna the emotions that they felt were actually being experienced and revealed by Lord Chaitanya at the Ratiatra. They wanted to bring Krishna back to Vrindavan. Because in Kurukshetra, Krishna was surrounded by royal elephants and horses with the rattling of chariots. But Sri Radharani, Lord Chaitanya is praying to Jagannath in his kirtan mood that I want to see you on the banks of the river Yamuna with the sweet singing birds and the humming bees. And here you are dressed with a, like a royal prince. But we wish to take you back to Vrindavan where you're dressed like a simple cowherd boy. 
Here you are surrounded by so many kings and so many queens and so many soldiers and exalted persons. But we want to bring you back to Brindavan where it's just you and your flute. Please come back. This was the mood of Ratayatra. Lord Chaitanya, in the mood of the gopis and Sri Radha, he prayed to Jagannath Krishna that after you left for Mathura and Dwarka, you sent Uddhava to teach us to meditate on you. But we are not meditating yogis. We are gopis. Don't you see? We are drowning in the limitless ocean of separation from you. And we are being devoured by the timangala fish of our aspiration to serve you. Please come back to Brindavan. It is said that the body, that the mind and the heart are one. But Lord Chaitanya was praying in the mood of Sri Radha that my mind can never leave Brindavan. Why? Because Krishna is happiest in Brindavan. The love that Krishna shares in Brindavan is most pleasing to him. And that is the reason why the residents of Brindavan would not leave Brindavan to go anywhere else. They were simply longing and yearning for Krishna to return because they knew this is where he's most happy. And this is where we can make him the most happy. After so many years and years, Ratiatra is a meditation of bringing Krishna back home to Vrindavan. And Lord Jagannath speaks in this beautiful leela to Lord Chaitanya. Krishna speaks to Sri Radha that actually the separation that we're feeling, I cannot tolerate either. I know that in separation from me, you cannot live. Therefore, every day in an invisible way, I come to Brindavan and share pastimes with you in your hearts. Krishna's bhava expansion, separation, Krishna was enacting his wonderful pastimes in the hearts of all the residents of Vrindavan just to keep them alive. But they were not feeling he was there. They were most intimately, lovingly united with him in their love and separation. Viraha Bhava. He said, I have my pastimes with you, and then I return to Dwarka. Mm. 
And he said, very soon. He said, I left Vrindavan physically, or apparently, I apparently left Vrindavan to fulfill my duties in this world as an incarnation to liberate the Asuras from this world. But I will soon return. In this regard, Srila Prabhupada in his purport, he writes, he refers to himself that a devotee is living in his eternal home of Vrindavan. But for the mission of the Lord, he leaves his home in Vrindavan to, for the same purpose, to liberate the fallen souls of this world, to, to, to purify the demoniac propensities within the hearts of the people of this world. And after performing his mission, such a devotee returns home to Vrindavan. And that's just what Srila Prabhupada did for all of us and for the world. In this way, Lord Chaitanya, in his kirtan before Jagannath, he was revealing the great treasure of love and separation and the supreme nature of the love of the inhabitants of Vrindavan. When Lord Chaitanya would go behind Jagannath's chariot, Jagannath would stop. And no matter how much all the people pulled, he would not continue until he saw Lord Chaitanya in front of him. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dancing. No one has ever seen such exhibition of devotional bliss when he'd cry like syringes, that water would literally bathe hundreds of people around. Sometimes he would leap high in the air. Sometimes he'd roll in the ground like a golden mountain. Sometimes his, his hairs were standing on end, his limbs were trembling. It's described in great detail by Kaviraj Goswami, the symptoms of ecstasy. And Krishadas Kaviraj Goswami tells that Lord Chaitanya, in his happiness of separation of, and in, in meeting Lord Krishna and bringing him back to Vrindavan after so many years, his devotional ecstasies were actually fighting one another like battling soldiers only to increase his happiness. And Lord Chaitanya was sharing his happiness with everyone. It is described that anyone who saw him dance, the residents of Puri, the servants of Jagannath, the pilgrims that were coming from distant places, any common person, whoever saw his dance, whoever heard the beautiful chanting of the kirtan, Lord Chaitanya bestowed 
ecstatic love for Krishna upon everyone. Prema Bhakti. They came to a place called Balagandhi. And there the chariots stopped. And many Brahmins and common people and the, and, and the king with all of his family, they all cooked preparations. And in this place, everyone and anyone could make offerings of food to Lord Jagannath. There were thousands and thousands, tens and thousands of plates and bowls of food just put on the streets all around Jagannath. And at that time when that was happening, Lord Chaitanya went into a garden, completely secluded, quiet garden, along with his devotees. And because for so many hours they were dancing and they were chanting, Lord Chaitanya, he laid on a raised platform to rest. And each of the devotees found a tree somewhere to lay under and rest. It was at that time, outside the garden, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya and the other devotees, they told Prataparudra Maharaj, the king, dress yourself as a simple devotee and go in the garden. Begin to massage Lord Chaitanya's feet and sing the Gopi Gita, the Gopi songs of separation from Krishna. Now, previously, Lord Chaitanya had said so many very, very heavy, harsh things about meeting the king. In fact, during the Ratayatra procession, at one time, Lord Chaitanya was in such internal consciousness. He was dancing and he fell down right in front of the King Prataparudra. And King Prataparudra lifted him up. And when Lord Chaitanya saw he was being touched, he jumped away and said, how abominable. I have been touched by a materialistic person. The king was was petrified. And Sarvabhama Bhattacharya told him, actually, Lord Chaitanya is very pleased with you. He's just giving an example for others. What is that example? That one should not be pursuing materialistic things from materialistic people and if, if one is actually in the renounced order of life. But Sarvabhoma said, but he will show his complete mercy to you. So now the king had such faith in the words of the devotees that after that, he's massaging the feet of Lord Chaitanya, massaging his legs and singing this beautiful prayers beginning with Jayati Te And Lord Chaitanya heard and he looked up and he saw this person, Lord Chaitanya, internally knows everything, but externally he appeared to not know who this person was. 
He said, go on reciting, go on reciting. The king, he went on reciting the gopis' prayers. And Lord Chaitanya was becoming more and more and more grateful, in love, and said, go on reciting, go on reciting, bola bola. When the king came to the particular verse, tavakatamratam taptachivanam, describing how the glories of Krishna's names and the topics either spoken by Krishna or about Krishna are so pure that they can cleanse the hearts of the world. And anyone who shares this message with others is the most munificent welfare worker, is doing the greatest benefit to the world. When King Prataparuja sang that, Lord Chaitanya, he got up. He embraced the king. He embraced him again and again. Lord Chaitanya said, you are giving me such nectar and I have nothing to give you in return. Please go on reciting you you are the most munificent. As Lord Chaitanya was embracing the king, such torrents of tears of compassion and love and affection were pouring from Lord Chaitanya's eyes. He bathed the king in his tears. And King Prataparudra helplessly was crying in ecstasy, and he was bathing the Lord's body with his tears. Then Lord Chaitanya asked King Prataparudra, who are you? You are giving me such nectar. Who are you? King Prataparudra, he couldn't lie to the absolute truth. At the same time, the Lord had repeatedly rejected seeing King Prataparudra. Now he's in disguise. If he says, I'm actually the king, what would happen? King Prataparudra spoke the truth. He replied, I am the servant of the servant of your servants. And my only aspiration in life is to be the obedient servant of the servant of your servants. In this connection, Srila Prabhupada writes that this is the highest aspiration, the most cherished goal one can have in one's life. Prahlad Maharaj was offered by Nadarsingha Dev any benediction, materially or spiritually, and Prahlad Maharaj only wanted the blessing 
to be the servant of the servant of the servant. And Dhruva Maharaj, Kuvera, the treasurer of the Devatas, offered Dhruva any benediction. Dhruva only asked, let me be the servant of the servant of the Lord's servants. And Kolavecha Sridhar, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu during Mahaprakash offered him all benedictions. Kolabecha Sridhar was materially in deep poverty. He was skinny, undernourished. He lived in a leaky little straw hut. He had nothing. And Lord Chaitanya revealed his form of Krishna to him and said, Sridhar, ask any benediction. I'll give you the wealth of a king. I'll give you elevation to heavenly planets. I'll give you supernatural yogic powers. I'll give you liberation. I'll give you eternal residence in my abode, anything, just ask. Sridhar only asked for one thing. Just let me be the servant of the servant of the servant of your servants. In other words, they're asking for love. And there's nothing that pleases the Lord more than this aspiration. Prahlad, Dhruva, Sridhar, Srila Prabhupada in his beautiful prayer, he just prayed to Krishna, just let me be a puppet and dance and let, let your words come through my mouth to serve all these people that I'll be meeting so that you can make them happy through me. That was Prabhupada's prayer. When King Prataparudra prayed in this way, Lord Chaitanya was so pleased. He revealed his opulences to the king. He revealed his eternal form of Krishna. All the devotees were watching all this and they were so happy. They were filled with joy to see the mercy, the blessings, and the joys that were being given to King Prataparudra. And Srila Prabhupada in this regard gives such a profoundly important message. He gives a definition of a Vaishnava. A true Vaishnava is one paradukaduki. Other people's happiness become our happiness. Other people's sadness become our sadness. In this regard, devotees find great joy to see others being empowered find great joy in seeing others being successful. 
find great joy in seeing others being blessed by the Lord. Because a devotee is striving to be without envy. None of the devotees there were thinking, why not me? Why is the king getting this mercy? They were all fully happy seeing another getting the Lord's mercy. In our lives, finding the happiness of being successful has some effect. But when we actually come to that connection with Krishna, when we become purified enough that we find even greater joy see, seeing other people become spiritually successful. We become even more happy to see somebody else empowered than ourselves being empowered. We're all doing the best we can. Krishna tells Arjuna, you can understand my message because you are not envious. Sukadev Goswami tells Pariksit, you can understand this message of Srimad Bhagavatam because you have no envy. Envy is the most deeply rooted enemy that's within our heart. Due to forgetfulness of our true identity under the cover of illusion or maya, we want to be the enjoyer, proprietor, controller. We think we're all these artificial temporary designations and therefore we're prone to be envious of others. When we see others getting blessed, being empowered or doing well, it hurts us, it disturbs us. But when we understand this principle that Krishna is pleased if I'm happy to see others happy in this way, then we become actually happy. We do the best we can in our devotional service. We try to perform our sadhana as, as sincere and as regulated and as attentive as possible. We try to perform our service to, to our families, to the, to the world, to, 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 to our gurus, as sincere as possible and as attentive with, with all of our efforts. And if we see others getting blessings, when we see others getting success, when we feel happiness, how much that pleases Krishna, how much that purifies our hearts. This is very much integral to the meaning of being the servant of the servant of the servant. To be other devotees and other people's well-wishers. We wish the best for them and we're happy. We're happy when they're blessed. Such a beautiful message 
at the culmination of the Ratha Yatra. And then King Prataparudra, after getting all these blessings and seeing the beautiful form of the Lord and being embraced and bathed with the tears of the love of the Lord, he goes back to all the devotees and he humbly bows down and takes the dust from all of their feet because he knows it's only by their mercy that I received this. He doesn't think himself better than anyone. And then what does he do? He arranges wonderful prasad. After doing this, he doesn't just, I, I have achieved perfection. No, he's more enthusiastic to serve. And with great efforts, he organizes all the devotees and all the people, everyone around to get wonderful prasad. Kadiraj Goswami describes in much detail the various preparations that were cooked and the various preparations arranged by the king to be offered to the Lord and the devotees. And Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he wanted to serve everyone with his own loving hands. But Swarup Damodar Goswami said, no one will eat until after you eat, my Lord. So Lord Chaitanya was organizing and orchestrating everybody to get everything that they like in the spiritual food. Afterward, Lord Chaitanya, he made sure everyone was fully fed prasad. There were people who were homeless. There were people who were beggars. Lord Chaitanya, he treated them with such love, with such respect. He made sure they were fully satisfied with Jagannath's prasad. And then it was time for the last part of the procession. After the Balagandi was completed, everyone began to pull Jagannath's chariot, but it would not move. And King Prataparudra arranged the biggest, strongest wrestlers to come. And there were many of them, and they were pulling the ropes with all their might. The chariot would not move at all. Then the royal elephants, so many elephants, they were connected to the chariot and they were pulling with all of their strength, but the chariot did not move. Nobody knew what to do. And then Lord Chaitanya came with his devotees and he smiled and he disconnected all the wrestlers and all the elephants and he gave the ropes of the chariot to his devotees and they were just holding the rope and Lord Chaitanya went to the back of the chariot and with his own head he pushed and Jagannath's chariot moved forward and the wonderful thing is the devotees were not even pulling it. The chariot was moving forward and it, they were just holding it in their hands. And in this way, from 
the Kurukshetra Dwarka Lila Jagannath Temple. Lord Chaitanya and his associates brought Krishna back to Sundarachala or Brindaban, the Gundicha Temple. And for nine days, Lord Chaitanya had beautiful, wonderful kirtan and Krishna Kata in the Gundicha Temple in the meditation that Krishna has returned to Brindavan. It is this incredible festival that Srila Prabhupada brought to the world. It's this festival that we are celebrating at this moment. If we have an eagerness to hear, when these pastimes are recited, we are actually there. Actually, each and every one of us, just by hearing this wonderful Leela, we are in Jagannath Puri with Lord Chaitanya celebrating the Ratha Yatra. Each of us, if we're united in this spirit of hearing and chanting, and we are at this moment together on Fifth Avenue, heading for Washington Square Park in New York City, celebrating Ratiyatra. Nothing can separate devotees who are united in devotional service. This was Srila Prabhupada's gift. He told us, if I'm chanting Hare Krishna and you're chanting Hare Krishna, we're always together. The realization comes by our sincerity, by our seriousness, by how we're performing devotional service and eager to be well-wishers of one another without ulterior motives. This is a beautiful message that is revealed through the celebration of Ratayatra. I thank you very much. I pray that Sri Sri Radha Govinda Dev may shower their mercy, their blessings, and their grace upon all the devotees. During this time where there's disease, a very serious disease, our bodies are Krishna's property and trusted our care. I pray that each devotee will take very special care to um, keep their health safe and good. We shouldn't take unnecessary chances and risk our health at this time. Lord Chaitanya told that every single devotee is more valuable to him than all the wealth in the universe. So it is very important that we care for each other that we protect each other 
and that we care and protect for ourselves in the service of others. So please be very conscientious to be safe at this dangerous time. And Lord Chaitanya prayed, e nechi o shadi maya nashi borolagi harinam mahamantra lao tunimagi. That just as there is a pandemic in the world today in the form of COVID-19 disease, in this age of Kali Yuga, there is an even greater pandemic of avidya or ignorance. And we see the, the symptoms of this. People are violent toward each other. People hate each other. People due to greed and due to arrogance are treating each other so unkind. People want to be controllers, proprietors, enjoyers. And in the, in the pursuit of this, they're suffering. People are suffering, causing others to suffer on the basis of superficial differences. And even as devotees, we can easily be swept away by this pandemic disease of selfishness, misconception, and unkindness. Lord Chaitanya came with medicine and Srila Prabhupada delivered this medicine, the medicine of the holy names of Krishna. And along with the medicine is the prescription of how to take it. We want to cleanse our hearts of the disease of ignorance, of selfishness, of envy and greed, with this most purifying, all-powerful vaccination medicine of the holy names of God. But in order for this to have the true effect, we need to be sincere and serious and be without ulterior motives. We need to unite on a higher principle principle of pleasing Guru and Krishna. Please chant and be happy. Shri Govinda Dev Ki Jai. Shri Jagannath Baladev Subhadra Mai Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari. I don't even know if anybody's listening to me because I'm just speaking to this little camera and I have no communications to receive anything. But if you're there, let us have just, just a couple minutes of kirtan together. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advita Kadadhar 
श्रीवासादि गौर भक्त वृंद श्रीकृष्ण छन्या प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैता कदाधार श्रीवासादी गौर भक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय गोविंद राधा गोविंद राधे जय गोविंद राधा गोविंद राधे जय राधा मुरलीधर राधा मुरलीधर राधे जय राधा मुरलीधर राधा मुरलीधर राधे जय जगन्नाथ 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 जय जगन्नाथकूभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिथानेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः अनंतिकोति वैष्णव वृंद की जाए श्री हरि नाम संकीर्तन की जाए श्रीलक्ष्मी प्रभुपाद की जाए